Hi everyone. I'm Layla, compulsive eater. I weigh and measure three meals a day off the grey sheet. I write them down. I commit them to my sponsor. I eat what I say I'm going to eat and I don't eat anything in between, no matter what. And abstinence is the most important thing in my life today. My abstinence date is the 25th of March, 2020. And I just checked my little, you know, gadget on my phone and it's 651 days. And, um, yeah, you know what? I can even feel myself getting a bit choked when I think of that because I still can't believe that I don't wake up hating myself today, that I can live life in between meals, that I've got freedom from compulsive eating and I just feel like my life isn't ruled by food, diets, you know, thinking about the size of my thighs or my arms or by the bathroom scale. Um, so what was life like? what happened and what is life like today um you know for me it is a bit hazy like what my I haven't sort of done a timeline but I know from the age of about um maybe 13 or 14 I think is when I first started toying with diets and maybe starting to feel that I was not attractive and overweight and I, I just feel like it was all a bit downhill from from there and I feel like from that age from maybe the age of 13 14 right up until I come into grey sheets um that I basically spent all that time I'm 39 now so from 13 14 to 39 I just basically spent all that time my whole life was governed by diets and that's all I could think about and you know, I really believe looking back that when I got to a certain weight, things would change that I'd suddenly start wearing, you know, all these beautiful clothes that I had in my wardrobe or like I would live this life where I'd be smarter. You know, I'd wash my hair more regularly. I'd, I don't know what it was, but, you know, it was like this. It was just all going to be very different when I was at this perfect weight and I was slim and, you know, that never, ever materialised. And the worst thing was I look back at pictures of myself when I absolutely hated myself, thought I was repulsive, thought that if I was to, a man was to see me naked, I honestly believed that he would run away and never, I believed that. And, um, you know, I look back at pictures of myself and I was in a slim, healthy body, you know, really quite beautiful, but I absolutely hated myself. You know, if I went swimming with my friends, I would wear shorts, like men's shorts to cover up my fires. Um, yeah you know I missed loads of nights out going out when I was younger I just I didn't want to go out and socialize because I just thought I was disgusting I mean this is the only way I really know how to explain it and describe it um, and that's how it was you know and before I come in I could not stop eating you know my binges it's like maybe when I was in my early 20s I felt like I had I wouldn't even describe it as some level of control but I felt that maybe there was sections or portions of normality in my life where maybe I could eat quite similar to grey sheet. Maybe I could just about manage it for Monday to Friday and then the weekend would be just a mad binge. But then as time went on, you know, those binges would spill over and it's like I just lost all sense of control. Not that I'm not even sure that I ever had any, but in the end, it was like every waking moment was about a diet. You know, I'd go to bed absolutely hating myself, hoping and praying that tomorrow was going to be different. I would have bought everything that I needed, you know, spent just 
ridiculous amounts of money over the years I'd have all the stuff in the food the shakes whatever it was ready to go tomorrow and as soon as I'd open my eyes in the morning I'd be back binging again I could never ever stick to a diet I think maybe once and even that I don't it was a bit of a fluke you know I think it was my first time ever at Weight Watchers and yeah I just spent years and years dieting hating myself and I feel like missing out on life essentially you know I didn't have boyfriends anyway all that stuff that so that's how it was for me and like going I went to Harley Street in London because I wanted you know this lifted arm lifted thighs lift you know this was years ago I was probably only in my early 20s and um then I got referred to I think it was like a psychologist you know I had all the books on body dysmorphia that the only books I ever read was about weight loss and overcoming binge eating and how many you know diets that that's all I ever read and thought about you know I'd done health farms boot camps and you know I'd be on the train home from these places after seven days of complete juice juicing for seven days you know and I remember being on the train with this lady from the boot camp thinking like you know I wish she hadn't got on the train with me because I just wanted to eat but I felt like I couldn't while she was in my company and then as soon as we parted our ways you know all the money that I'd spent to stay in this place for seven days I was just within an hour I'd be stuffing my face again and anyway where am I going so that's that's what life was like and then I come into recovery for for drugs basically cocaine you know I'm I'm coming up well I don't know I'm I'm almost three years at the end of January god willing you know it'd be three years I'm you know I haven't taken a line of cocaine and then through that my my sponsor in CA had a unbeknown to me at the time had a issue with food and um you know very soon after I come in recovery for drugs I'd say within six months it was so obvious to me that I had a problem with food more obvious than it's ever been because I think before the whole drug thing happened even though I'd spoken to my doctor a couple of times I couldn't really describe it you know I'd share with friends that I can't stop eating and my friends would share back with me and say I'm exactly the same I can't stop eating but you know to what extent I don't you know I don't know I think I always knew that you know I'd talk about making myself feel sick with food and my friends would say yeah I ate this last night and I ate that and it's I don't know you know maybe I sort of just thought I was the same I don't know you know I can't explain it but when I did put the drugs down I don't it's like I couldn't deny it any longer you know it's like I I just knew I was using food in the same way that I was using drugs and that's when I started to ask for help and you know then I found out my sponsor was in another food program and I went to that food program and then I met people through that program who was in gray sheets and then I got to gray sheets and um you know, thank God I did. And for some reason in my head, I think it took me ages to get through the recovery. And I was thinking about this today and really in the grand scheme of things, it took me probably about six months and through that time, you know, having a couple, well, probably quite a few, few day ones, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't understand the concept that gray sheep wasn't a diet, even though everyone said to me, it's not a diet. It's like I had to experience it to really start to understand it doesn't feel anything like a diet today. You know, it's, that's I don't feel at all like I'm on a diet the complete opposite in fact but to begin with my mindset set was still very much that gray sheet was a diet and it was all about weight loss and anyway I just I just didn't get it for whatever reason you know I think the bottom line is I wasn't using all the tools you know and I'd go out and then I'd go back to the old fellowship I think I might have even gone back to Weight Watchers a few times 
But I always got some instant relief from Gracie. You know, I always got a day one. I'd get 14 days, I'd get 10 days. And, you know, to be honest, my experiences, I don't know why, but almost instantly I felt that obsession lifted, you know, for almost from the moment that I committed and genuinely in my heart committed my meals to my sponsor. It was like, I just didn't want to eat no more. I wanted to eat my grey sheet meals. And, you know, I don't know what happened, but, well, maybe I do know what happened. Yeah, I, I went out a few times, come back, and then one day I just thought, you know, I wanted to give it another go, and I give it another go, and that was on the 25th of March and, like, 2020. And it's just one thing's led to another. I do think... I'm just trying to, you know, articulate what's maybe been different this time. And I don't, I don't know, you know, maybe I have used the tools more, you know, maybe I do think, you know, my sponsor early on was really hot on, you know, phoning people and she'd asked me and, you know, got to a point, I don't know why again, but I just couldn't lie. So it was almost like for me to be able to tell the truth to my sponsor, I had to do what she said. And it was a bit like, I just, that's exactly how it was. So I'd call the three people. And if I didn't, you know, the next day I'd have to call six and I wasn't willing to lie anymore. So I'd call six people. And in the end, it just become easier to do the work, say I'd done it. And then it's, it just become easier and easier, if that makes sense. Uh, or maybe, I don't know, it did become easier. I feel like things have got easier. I do still sometimes resist, but generally speaking, it's, it's easier. I'll just do it now. And, um, you know, that's it. One day become two days. And then, you know, I'm 651 days. It's just an absolute miracle blessing. You know, I cannot, cannot do it alone, you know. Um, so I'm just trying to think what else I want to say. What life is like today? Well, you know, from doing this stuff. So I've gone through the steps in Grey Sheet. I've got a sponsor in Grey Sheet. I commit my meals in Grey Sheet. I'm completely honest around my food, you know, like... My head is still nuts, if I'm honest. Like, you know, as soon as I get a thought and it could be like, I just feel like at the moment I've been weighing my food and I spoke to my sponsor about this yesterday. Thank you, Nancy. Acknowledged. Thank you very much. You know, I still go through these little, like, I don't know if you call them rough patches, but I just go a bit nuts around the scales that I weigh my food on. So, like, I can see the 4.0s. I know they're exact. I know they're perfect. But... I still believe somewhere deep instilled in me is still this little voice in my head that says, Layla, you're a liar and you're not really doing this. So I have to phone my sponsor and say, honest to God, I swear to you, the numbers are right on the scales, but I just feel like I'm going, you know, I've taken my stuff, even after seeing the 8.0, I'll take my stuff off and reweigh it. And then that's calling, causing me more angst. But I know through my experience of being in grey sheets, it does pass. And I'm just having a couple of days where that happens, you know, and I talk to my sponsor about it. everything about the food. As soon as I get a little bit of a niggle or a conscious thing in my belly or a fault, I would rather pick up the phone and tell someone what it is, no matter how stupid I sound. It just stops the whole noise in my head. And nine, in fact, not even nine times, 10 times out of 10, the person on the other phone goes, don't worry, I know exactly what you mean. And that's it. It's done. It's over with. And I can go back to peace, serenity. Yeah, and living my life. And, um, you know, there's so many things I, I feel like I can't even really put into words what Grey Sheep Recovery has given me. You know, I'm so grateful for my CA recovery. I feel like if I, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have this. But 
the grey sheet is it's it's completely different in so many ways I still feel stuck you know even I put down the drugs like how could I be free when I you know had all this stuff with food going on and my life today you know what I said earlier the fact is that when I go to bed tonight there's so many other beautiful things that I can think of or I can try and not think of stuff now you know I can put my music on to help me sleep at night because I know that I want to sleep so I can have a good day tomorrow because that's what helps protect my abstinence when I get a good night's sleep you know before I'd spend hours just thinking about this stuff you know when I open my eyes in the morning you know the first thing I normally well I don't even know I probably think about my breakfast I think how flat my belly feels I think about how grateful I am to be waking up in the solution. You know, I look at the sky. I just, I don't know, it sounds a bit nuts. That's just how my life is. You know, I still get fearful. I still get anxiety. I still can slip into depression. But life is a million times better than I think it's ever been to be. Yeah, it is, you know, and it's not perfect. You know, I've really like, I've, you know, my brother died in grey sheep. My brother died in August. I've started a new job. I feel like really since I've come into recovery, you know, my granddad died in drug recovery. It's almost like my in so many ways, my life's been tipped upside down. But it's like God, my higher power, has somehow got me in the doors of recovery. You know, everyone's wrapped around the, wrapped themselves around me. You know, I feel a lot of just like love and I feel very held at times in recovery, you know. So it's like, I feel like I've found my way to recovery or God's put me in recovery exactly when I need it because, you know, in a way it's like I'm almost now is when I feel like I'm actually going through some of the most challenging times. But having said that, you know, my biggest no matter what, so I'd maybe just end on this, you know, is um, even despite saying these things, you know what, my experience around me, no matter what's that, always about food. They're always about food, you know. It's on my, it, I can't, yeah, they're almost like when I weigh something or when I've done something three times and it don't work or it's gone over and I've got to throw it away or pick up the phone, they're when I start getting like, <gasps> and I think they're my no matter what's, but thank God, you know, there's a million reasons not to eat today. And um, thanks, Nancy. Yeah, and I'll leave it there. I'm done. Thank you very much.